Good evening, fellow diplomat. Good evening, diplomatio. <laughs> that will be a good last name for me. Yeah, Mike Diplomatio. Hey, Mike Diplomatio. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's up? How's it going? Mike sounds good. It does? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm feeling I got big Mike energy. <laughs> Welcome to Ch, the teaching podcast for teachers who teach and are staying positive about it. I'm your kindergarten teacher, Mike. And I'm Amanda, your middle school ELA teacher. So, how's work? Work is, ooh, it's frosty. We got, or we're defrosting after the winter break. Oh my um, God. Tell me about which, it. Which is very exciting. One, because I thought they'd come back and wouldn't really know, like, anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know books. But I feel like for two weeks for... A five-year-old and a six-year-old, that's a lot of time, right? It's half a month. It's a lot of time for everybody. That's true. Yeah, it's a lot of time for me. Yeah, yeah. But they came back, and honestly, it was very sweet because a lot of them were like, one of the parents was like, they were literally crying the other day because they couldn't come near class. I'm like, well, that makes Mm -hmm. me feel great. But I'm sorry they were crying, Uh, which was really sweet. And uh, it was just nice. I miss them. But uh, I didn't miss, you know, the, the grind, but I did miss the kids. But I, was thinking, okay. oh, sorry. I, was think, I was thinking about you guys. Because, you were? Yeah, because I was like, man, this transition has been so hard for me. I can only imagine what it's like <laughs> at year school. Like, it has to be so much worse. Uh, it's, it's, a little, it's a little intense. It's a re... I mean, they're calling it like re... Oh, you probably remember. Like, at, at the charter school I'm at. Yeah, re-tet, where it's like they assume that everyone has kind of forgotten how to act, which I assume as well. So they're going like hardcore on, you know, uh, principals are coming into the classrooms, checking in on everyone. It's, it's a little hectic, a little nonstop. What but, does TET stand for again? Remind me, I forgot. I believe it's teacher excellence, teacher excellence training, oh. which uh, I don't really understand what that means, but it's basically like, are your kids, you know, like not being crazy, I guess, 24 seven. Do they know how to act? Yeah, do they know how to act and operate? But surprisingly, no one's really like been in my room too much so far. So I've been like just crossing my fingers and keeping my head down. I think that's been working. Do you have a new AP? Um, no, I have uh, a kindergarten teacher who she was new last year, but this is her second year. So she kind of you know like knows knows the ropes a little bit. No, which no, is good. A, uh, an assistant principal. Oh, new AP. AP. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. It's funny. I was reading. Okay, so that book, um, that book you were showing me, the uh, what's the name of it again? Quiet. Quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was listening to more of that book, and it was so interesting that like, um, Steve Wozniak, the guy who like pretty much invented the Apple computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, he's a very like he was pretty intellectual, quiet, and loved developing it. But then you know, infamously, Steve Jobs was like the salesman guy. You know, he like hyped mm-hmm. it up. Um, and Wozniak was talking about how he never wanted to have a role because he was offered all these roles in the company of like management because he just wanted to work with the computers, engineer and software and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Steve, and then he was like repulsed at the idea of even having to do management positions. Yeah. I feel like that's similar for, I don't know, most 
unless you like really go to schooling for it, I feel like most managers are probably in a similar, I don't know if they feel that way, but it, it feels like, wow, you don't know how to manage people mm-hmm. around people and, and like, I don't know, talk to them professionally. Um, but I will say this new uh, assistant principal has done a pretty good job of it. So that's, that's one pretty nice thing this year. That's good. Cause I feel yeah. like, I mean, I feel like managing adults has to be one of the hardest things. Like, yeah, I would run away so fast if they ever offered me that position. Yeah, no, it's like weird. It's very odd, but it's also like, have you ever seen The Office? Yep. There's there's one episode where there, um, Michael leaves like uh, season. I don't know. It's one of the seasons. Michael leaves, and they're looking for like a new manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jim's like, you know, it's pretty funny. It turns out people don't really need to be managed for the most part. It's like, yeah. It's true. You just need like a good team, like camaraderie. Yeah, that's like what we had. Yep, we had that was the golden year. I don't know what it was about that year. It was the golden year. Yeah, that team. We can't recreate it, unfortunately. That was the best team ever. Yeah, for the listeners now. Mike and I used to work together on a team. Yes, (laughs) teaching second grade. Second grade. It was great. Okay, wait. You should talk about this because this is a good thing. Remember. Our kids were like really stuck with um, uh, uh, writing whatever the writing component was, basically reading a story and then writing a couple answers about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you came up with like, and everyone's like pushing us to come up with answers. And then we just kind of like brainstormed. I'm pretty sure yeah. you mostly came up with it. But do you remember like the sentence conversation starters and stuff? Yes. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yes. I, that Are cool. you talking? You're talking about the the clipboard where we used to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I tried to do that. I tried to re- I tried to do that now with the older kids. It's a little really? more difficult. Yeah, but so we had. Okay, so the the goal was to get the kids to understand main idea essentially, like find right. the you know character problem solution lesson learned for fiction or. Um, mainly it was fiction we were talking about. Yeah. Um, the the main idea for fiction, and so to get them to to close read, we came up with like questions that they had on clipboards, um, that they had to take turns asking each other. Um, like if we were trying to get them to understand the character's problem, you would ask them something along the lines of like, "Can you remember a time when a friend did something like this to you? Yeah, or do you, yeah. have you ever have you ever felt?" Um, the way that this character feels, which would like push them to first figure out how the character feels and why. Right. And then compare it to their lives and talk about it with a friend. And it really worked. It really worked. It was just very conversational and not like it wasn't pulling teeth, which it can often feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember how many, how, how we did that one round of FMPs and we moved so many kids? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, FMP is like our, our reading test at the school where they go up levels. And it was good. It was actually like night and day. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, that was great. And that wasn't through any like, you know, no one managed us better. We just wanted to do better naturally and just tried she coming up. She actually wasn't even really managing us that much. Yes, that's she was true. Wor- she was worried about first grade. Yes. Yeah, our, our assistant principal at the time. That was yeah. a little... Uh, but hey, I mean that was great. We were flying under the radar there, which is great. Yeah, and then like um, we were in a testing grade. Yes, so our that's kids true weren't too. taking the state test, like the third and fourth graders. So oh we, my gosh, yeah. She wasn't thinking about us. 
that's starting to happen too. Do you guys get all up in, you know, gear for state tests and stuff? Oh my God, we are in the zone right now for state <laughs> testing and it's making me crazy. Do you have to do like, um, well, what's like, I, I don't know, is it, uh, do like you, how you guys did CRM? Like charter schools? Yeah, yeah. So the, the thing is, when you're in a charter school, there is a lot of pressure on you to get the grades, like to get the kids to pass, right? Produce but, results, yeah. Yes. However, they give you a roadmap. They give you, there's all kinds of meetings and all kinds of like um, resources and everything, like information. People are with you. They can answer your questions. In my school, um, last year, 4% of the kids, or 4 or 6% of the kids passed the state test. Oh, wow. And nobody there knows what they're doing. Yeah. And so the i taught you know third grade testing right and then i helped with like fourth grade testing but i never did any like middle school testing whatsoever okay yeah right um but it's the same like i went over the standards and like old tests and it's all the same stuff you know oh sure yeah um, same so, kinds of questions same yeah same basic concepts um just like a little bit more difficult mm. And so I just, I, you know how they used to give us those packets of like practice tests that they would oh, yes. do in the morning. Yeah. So I had to create those myself and create. Oh all my the gosh. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, trying to use everything that I learned at success and just right. implement it here with no help. With <laughs> no, like, <laughs> oh, just, great. just doing everything by myself. So there's, it's kind of like a double-edged sword where I know that no matter what they're going to improve. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. It's impossible for them to do any worse than like 4% passing. It's not going to happen, right? They're going to go up. But I I also feel like enormous pressure because I'm, it's just me. Are you like the shepherd for this? Yeah. Like you're the one leading this whole rally. Right. Yes. Man, that is a lot of pressure. Jeez. I'm the only ELA teacher from middle school. There's nobody else. Oh my God. Yeah. I never realized that. Yeah. You're doing all the grades, right? Yeah, and then so third, fourth, and fifth That's has a different crazy. teacher, but third, fourth, and fifth's teacher is brand new. This is her first year teaching. Oh wow! And she's teaching yeah. three different grades. Three, four, and five. ELA. She only teaches ELA though. But, oh okay. Yeah, and so she's the only ELA teacher. Like I teach four, five, six ELA only. Oh right. And, and um, and then um, the principal doesn't have an assistant principal. It's just her. So and she has nursery like three-year-olds all the way up to eighth grade so it's not like you know and she has to do all kinds of other stuff budget and you know yeah so it's not like she's there she's in the trenches but she's not doing the this like it's right me yeah so right, well, here's I'm the oh sorry i'm terrified well okay. i'm glad you brought that up because now <laughs> in classic <laughs> chef fashion let's take that and find a positive spin yeah how can we rework well, it positive is that they're they're going to do better no matter I was what. Gonna, yeah, no, you can yeah. only go. It's like, well, you went from four to two percent somehow. <laughs> right, that's impossible. But also, like, you know what? What feels good though? What feels good? It, it it feels good to know that you're in a place where you can really make a difference, though. Because that is a huge feeling. Yeah, because success has like a lot of resources, and this school is poor. Like ninety five percent of them are below the poverty line. Right. It's a Title One school, like crazy yeah. poor and we don't have a lot of funding and the kids we're just like it's just a struggle and yeah. um 
so there's there's not a lot of resources or anything but it's nice to know that i came from boot camp which is success and that's true and i can impart this information and help you know like i can yes, come yeah. in and actually give them something that's valuable that i you know right be part of the solution yeah be uh, yeah yeah so it- that is helpful also like i can i can create the schedule myself so where at success they were testing you have that like, freedom yeah they were doing like practice tests every day essentially except for like on fridays but they were right like, yeah. every single morning it was like testing mode here yeah. like i i said well, let's do testing monday wednesday i gave them trackers and then i said let's just reteach like whatever they're struggling with based on those tests on um Tuesday, Thursday, and then Friday will be from Friday. And so it's broken up in a way where I, I know that I'm going to be moving them, but I feel yeah. like it's manageable still. It's not as know? stressful for them. Right. And right. for you, I guess. Yeah. How were you a test when you were younger? Were you stressed about that? Like um, I- yeah, cool. I was. Yeah. yeah I would too. It's, it's, it's just the way that they the way that they frame it, like, you know, they just make it seem like it's such... It's the end of the world. Yeah, like... It's end-all, be-all. Yeah. It's funny, because yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know, like, I mean, I understand tests is like, you know, you want to see how your kids are doing, and you want to see, like, if you're in a grade where there's three or four, like, kindergarten teachers or whatever, you want to see, like, oh, you're all around the same spot. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Right. But just, like, having to be, like, this is your child's education, you know, this is how smart they are, pretty much. Yeah, uh, the kids. It's valued. It's it's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. It's a, pro- a lot of pressure all around. What I'm also happy about though is that it's over in March. Like the test is in March, and yeah. then after that, oh my god, my god, I have something to tell you. Well, what? So the test is over in March, and then I can basically go back to teaching whatever the hell I feel like teaching. Oh hell yeah, that's um, amazing. Oh right, you don't have to do the math test. No. I'm oh, done. that's amazing. Yeah, so we I took the kids to the poet's house yesterday, day before yesterday. Oh, cool. Where we went to that? poet's house. It's in Tribeca, and I didn't even know that it was there until I was like looking up places that I could take the kids. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of it. It's amazing. So we were there, and the guy who showed us around, I forget his name, Brandon, Brent, something I don't remember, but he was amazing. And <laughs> he was like, you know, he he did like a little workshop with the kids, and then showed them the poet's library and. He was like, you know, if you want to do a like an anthology for your class, we'll put it in our library and they can come back in April, like National Poetry Month and perform yeah. it. Whoa, what? I know. They have like an outdoor space where they can perform. So I was like, oh, my God, that's happening. So the kids. So this week was like a reentry into school, like a transition back. Right. And so like we went on the trip and we make tomorrow we're making vision boards and oh, like yeah. for the for the rest of the year and then we did um um we we did we did some of the poems for for this book and so the book that we came up with the book of poetry is is poems about being from their neighborhood corona like oh. their their point of view what is it like to be their stories their age in their neighborhood oh what is corona for them and then i have three kids illustrating it oh my god that is so cool I is know, it the one who does comic books Yes, one of them is yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That is so cool. And yeah. they like go up on stage and or in this outdoor area and just like yep. go for it. Yeah. That, that is so cool. 
Yeah, so there's still um, things. I mean, you know, there has to be things to look forward to. Otherwise, like, the yeah. test will suck us in. Absolutely, yeah. Called Questions You've Always Wanted to Ask a Teacher. Oh, oh that's a great name for the segment. Yeah. Can we steal Question- that? Yeah, I guess okay. we already did. Questions. Boom. Ten questions you've always wanted to ask a teacher. Okay. All right, Lightning cool. round. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Okay. Okay. Do teachers take drugs? <laughs> <laughs> um, does Advil count? I think so. That was my first thought. Yeah, that was my first thought immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't take yes. sick days. You have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, teachers... Also, like alcohol. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's its own form of drug. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I take, well, I would take my allergy medicine a lot. I think that counts. But Advil yes. number one. Or like being too excited to get a cold so that you can drink NyQuil before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, that's an entire movie. That's an entire <laughs> that's, feeling. Right. That's my life. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. Let me not act like a drug addict. It's not. <laughs> okay. Have you ever wanted to hit a student? Oh, no. Me either. No, that's, wanna... that, that's a sad one. But also, yeah. no, sometimes I want to just like, you know, jump up and down or just be like, you know, not yell, but be like, ah, um, but no, never, never hit. Right. I have definitely wanted to like scream my head off at people or maybe yeah. throw an eraser at their forehead or something. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's considered hitting them. Um, I think I've actually thrown like stuffed animals at kids before. <laughs> oh, I throw, I throw like little, I have a little um, spidey ball that I throw at kids just for fun. But that's like a soft little plushy thing. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. So then we do hit ch- children. Uh. Mm, I'm not gonna say that out loud, but you can, <laughs> you can say that. That's fine. Okay. Oh, this I is not to. a fun one. It says, "What's the worst thing about the school system today?" Oh, uh, I'm gonna say, can't say. We yeah. we need longer. Um, Christmas needs to be a month long. Christmas break. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it'd be nice to wake up. Uh, a, a bacon, egg, and cheese wouldn't be bad every now and then. Right. Also, like, let's start school at 9 p.m. I mean, nine nine p.m. Nine a.m. Yeah. And end at for elementary school too, for middle school yeah. one. Right, and then let's do an hour recess in the middle. And massages would it kill people to just you know give a massage every now and then? Right, back right. massage. Come on, on the feet. Yeah, oof, that's rough. But someone's got to do it. <laughs> it's not our job. Nobody cares. Okay, no. is there anything you is there anything you wish you taught but can't? Oh, can't like I don't know how to teach it. No, like you're not allowed to teach it. Oh, not allowed to teach it. Yeah, I'd love to teach music. Um, but there's no music program at our school, unfortunately. Oh, that sounds so. like a level of sadness that I can't comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Mike, a level of sadness no one can comprehend. <laughs> oh, my God. No music program? Um, like, since when? It's loose. I, oh, well, you've had dance, but you didn't have. That's yeah. true. We have dance. We have chess, which is kind of cool. I'm like, dang, I, I never learned chess. I kind of wish I learned that. Um, oh, come on. But yeah, there's some music. I mean, I literally just bring on my guitar and play for them and, and do the drums and stuff. But, you know, there's never a lot of time for that. You're the music program. I am the music program. Yep. Uh, what's what's yours? Um, Something I wish I could teach, but but can't. Like, I don't know. I, I teach outdoor. ELA and that's my whole life. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I was going to say, if there's anything that you would teach, it would probably be ELA. Yeah. 
But this is my first year being able to do that. I hadn't been able to do that before. So I oh, guess yeah. dream come true. Boom. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. It well, 2019 was. So that's like a highlight of my year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is being book smart the only way to succeed in life? No. Absolutely not. Definitely not. No. You could be a musician, but then you can't go to Mike's school. Then you can't yeah, don't go here. <laughs> we won't teach you. Um, there's no music program. <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, I think book smart, I think that's a very outdated way to look at like intelligence. Yeah, for sure. I think most I, people would agree. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like also like I read like a maniac, but most of the things that I read are like just for leisure and they end right. up being like thriller movies anyway. Right. That's the so, thing. It's a reading is just a form of entertainment, you know. It's, it's like, like Netflix. <laughs> yeah. They need yeah. a they need a Netflix for books. I guess that's audible pretty much, right? Right. You kinda get yeah. Oh, I mean, man. But it's a but yeah, 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 yeah. Like like Audible or Kindle or whatever. Any yeah. all the things. Okay, what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in class? Oh oh uh, <laughs> um I draw it's funny, we were watching this happened in second grade when we were teaching. We were watching a poetry slam because it was poetry unit. And I wanted the kids to see like, you know, poetry's cool, like older kids do it. So we watched like a middle school or high school poetry slam. Um, and it was just on YouTube. It was like the winner of it. I'm like, all right, it's got to be good. Didn't watch the video ahead of time. Uh, pro tip, never do that. Always watch the videos ahead of time because <laughs> they uh, in the middle of it. I remember the line was like somewhere, somewhere a child is reading a book um somewhere a child is looking down the barrel of a gun and to that we say fuck you oh and, my God. <laughs> yeah and I'm like and face immediately turns red kids go nuts but oh. and i learned a valuable lesson that day i just paused it and i was like all right guys no big deal whatever because i immediately thought like all right i guess i'm fired they're gonna go home and tell their parents <laughs> like they, they heard fucking score whatever right um but then I just kind of like didn't get crazy about it and they kind of cooled down and didn't really like, you know, they were laughing and like, oh my God, but they weren't like repeating it or doing anything nuts after that. Yeah. Um, but I was heavily embarrassed and I wanted to die. But I didn't. Well, I think that's yeah, pretty yours. damn bad. But I think that everybody <laughs> had, I think it's happened to everyone where like, it's either that or it's like, a, a, even if you watch the video in advance, like if yeah. you don't have it like preloaded and then like a random weird commercial oh, an ad or something yeah yeah then you're usually fucked because they usually yeah they... It's, it's always something very stupid it's some weird something or it's from some youtuber yeah, or, or something that the kids love or whatever yeah. <laughs> somebody's always twerking um the most embarrassing <laughs> thing that happened to me the only embarrassing thing that i can think of right now is um, yeah. I had like this oil candle and I was reprimanding a child and I knocked the thing over by accident <laughs> and it smashed to pieces like instant karma. Oh, and no. then I got, I oh. got like, upset. So I like dropped my head on the table, but I didn't mean for it to hit <laughs> it at the table as hard as it did. And my head like slammed the shit out of the table. And I had like a, had, like, a red mark on my forehead. And then the paper that my head hit had a circle of makeup on it. <laughs> No. Oh, because <laughs> I have makeup on. Like the aftermath. Of my and head. then, like my so, and it was like a paper that I needed, and it had like a circle makeup spot, and then I had like a red dot, like a red mark on my head, <laughs> and the kids were all silently looking at me, like in confused, like concerned. Yeah, they're like, "Do we 
Are we upset? Are you okay? Did you mean to do that? Okay? <laughs> that's pretty tough. I feel like that's 100% Emmy energy. Yeah, you're radiating. Sure. And then, like, the kid who was getting reprimanded was standing in the front of the classroom, like, so do I sit down? What are you going to do about the wax that's on the floor and on your book bag? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things so <laughs> many questions things. it was just a moment <laughs> that's good i mean that's uh that's a pretty good embarrassing all right do you think being like a teacher it. will affect your parenting yeah i do think about that actually every now and then i do wonder how it's like man i don't know well i mean as a parent i guess you kind of test this but just like i have oh yeah i didn't tell you that uh, another kid got added to my class so i have 33 kids oh in my, my class God. now um, which is yeah pretty insane but it's i just can't imagine a world where it's like okay 33 kids for eight almost nine hours and then you know still have to do some work after that and then you come home to more kids, more kids or kids and man i don't know that just seems like crazy and uh, maybe that's just a little ways from now but i do wonder like man am i gonna be like this kind of way like you know managing my children like the way i'm doing it with these kids because, uh, you know, they're still very little, four or five, some are six. Yeah, you have little ones. Uh, yeah, I got the little tykes. Um, I do wonder that. I, I wonder if it would make me better or I hope it would make me more understanding or like at least better when I have to actually teach them how to read. Yeah, that, that it'll help you with. But I think that if you're, yeah. if you're good with kids, like if you're a teacher, it typically means you're good with kids. And so you're just going to be good with kids yeah. as a parent just because you're good with kids, like which is why you're a teacher. Like, That's how it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a positive feedback loop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the only thing, like, okay, behaviorally, um, I feel like Liana's really nice. I treat, I feel like I treat her behaviorally. Like, I respond to her behaviors and things in the same way that I do with the kids in my class. Like, I, I treat it, them yeah. exactly how, and I expect from them the same that I expect from her. But, like, I feel like no matter, and the kids are like, low-key afraid of me but like you know we have <laughs> after that yeah so no, like we have like a good relationship but like um they, they're kind of afraid of me yeah but but then yeah, like yeah. and then i have amelia who doesn't give a shit what i say <laughs> and has like yeah so all the thing. attitude so i don't know i don't really i don't know what i'm doing here i think i'm just existing and whatever i think that's all you need to do yep, yeah that's it <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Next question. It says, "Yeah, well, we... what is the hardest thing about being a teacher?" Oh man, that's tough. Honestly, it's it's like fifty percent the parents, fifty percent everything except the kids. Yes, for the most part. Yes, it's all the prep. It's all the work you have to bring. Yeah, home. it's grading and entering. It's administration. Yeah, a lot of tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Planning, grading, entering, yeah. parents, like staying on top of like emails, making sure nobody's falling through the cracks. That's annoying. Yes. Oh, and here's the follow up question Who's the worst parent you've ever encountered? Oh, I don't know if I can go to specifics on okay, this. Give, I yes, will... And then tell us. Um, the story. Uh, let's see, the worst one. Oh, gosh. I, uh, one of them involves ACS, so I probably shouldn't say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me try and think of another one. 
Um, there's just, a, okay, I'll say like a, a common type of parent I've encountered is one who, and I don't know if you've encountered this, where they, like their kid will come home from school, say something like, ridiculous that happened and their parent will instantly take their side of it and immediately start accusing you of things and never suspect their child of maybe making something up (laughs) especially like five or six yep um and that leads to uh, me and my teacher getting ridiculous like lengthy texts in the middle of the night uh, like about crazy things and it feels like you have to explain every one of your classroom rules to the this kind of parent yeah um yeah, those those types of parents are, are very it's just like, yeah, it's like you got to give me some trust here. Like, obviously, your child might be making up stuff like they're five years old. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Have you had parents I had like a that? mom tell me that I definitely called her son a dumb idiot? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, why would I say that dumb idiot? What? <laughs> one is not a good insight it's, 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 uh, and then like yeah. why he was in, he was six years old this was last year and uh, oh, she okay. was like um she went like she was she was just battling for him he doesn't lie he never lies and then he told her i lied and then he was like she was so embarrassed um are you yeah what like of course on. of course you are. um yeah parents like that I have one this year too who's like who just nitpicks everything that I do and just like needs to homeschool her child already. Like just, <laughs> I should say that to that parent. I'm thinking like you, you should just homeschool yeah, at this point. It's an option for you. It's legal. You have the right to yeah. do that. Okay. Last one. What yeah, is your proudest it. moment as a teacher? Oh man. That's a good one to end on. Okay. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Okay. Okay, one of my proudest moments that I do think back to and I I do feel pride um, when for kindergarten, they do a moving up ceremony. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, it's it's our first year of school. We're moving to first grade. It's fun. It's fun. It's cute. And they all wear like really fancy clothes, even though it's it's normal. Um, And at the end of it, you know, usually at the end of the year, you get like uh, you get money or like uh, gift cards. Sometimes you get gifts from parents. Sometimes you don't. Um, and we got like a couple of that, a couple of gifts or whatever, but at, at that, um, at the end of that ceremony, you know, like parents, there was like breakfast and stuff and everyone was walking around and like, everyone wanted to come up and do like a photo shoot with me. It was so cute. Like all the kids were coming up to me and the parents wanted to take photos mm-hmm. and stuff, but, um, they were coming up to me and shaking my hand and, and saying these like really lengthy, just sort of these really nice messages about like, you know, how they'll never forget this year and like all this yeah. stuff. Um, and I don't know, it's just, I've never gotten that kind of, I've gotten that, those responses before, but never so like, it felt very, uh, I don't know, genuine, you know, like it felt like, oh, they really, they actually mean it. Like, this is really, this is crazy. This right. is really nice. Um, and I never uh, really experienced that w- with like, I've experienced that with other families, but not like so this in this amount. It was pretty yeah. crazy. Um, and it was great. And I, I liked that a lot. That was definitely one of my proud. I feel like teaching is good for that. Teaching is yes, just like yeah. chock full yeah. of, rewarding moments there's just so many yeah yeah absolutely and you know you can't i don't i can't think of a profession where you would experience that as, as much as, as, yeah, as frequently right right um which what's is, yours um the one that comes to mind first is lucas from two years ago oh yeah great um, yeah yeah you know, he has like 
he was in second grade when I taught him and he has um it's just him and his mom and he has long hair yeah. and he likes to polish his nails black and like listen <laughs> yeah. to like the white stripes and stuff and like, <laughs> the who and then none of the other yeah. kids like he's growing up in like inner city Brooklyn like you know uh, um yeah. And he wrote me a letter at the end of the school year, and he said, "Thank you for showing me that it's cool to be weird." Oh, that's um, amazing. And I kept it. I Luke kept the letter, and he he still calls yeah. me sometimes, and I'll be like, "Do you, does your mother know that you're calling me?" And then she <laughs> she'll be like, "I'm so sorry. He just always wants to talk to you." And he'll call me and be like, "Look, Miss Lucas, my hair got longer." What do you think about this nail color on me? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, I found this new uh, band. They're awesome. And yeah, it's been two years <laughs> still. And that will stay with me forever. All right, guys, that wraps up our episode for this week. Thank you again for listening to Chia, the number one teaching podcast about teachers who teach and are staying positive about it. And remember, until next time, stay positive for us.